I could use some. You know, it's a morning episode. Like it's like ten in the morning, and personally, that that like bracket, like bow bow bow, is a little too much for me. So if Jesse, if like when we're about to start, if we could do like more like a morning edition sort of vibe, like a nice like nice musical intro, that oh, yeah, would be yeah, kind yeah. of da, ideal. Da, 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 yeah, da, yeah, da. or like a you know like you know like. I'll play the uh I'll play not the like song Kate, not the... not Kate Sith's theme like I just did but like something more. <laughs> God damn! Don't it. tempt me because I will make it Kate Sith's theme. Please don't make it. Please don't. I'm pretty sure that's um, like a copyright thing. Uh, that... No, it ain't a copyright if we ain't making money off of it. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Yeah. Also, it's also I think all, everything Square Enix does is fair use. Um, uh huh. Yeah, it's not like they're fairly using it. Hey! Hey! Welcome to Bracket. It is the only show where we take a bunch of shit and face it off against another bunch of shit to see what the best shit really is. I am your host for the episode, Dan McKenney, and once again, as always, I am joined by the only person who loves you more than they love diamonds, Jesse Knowles. Hey, it's me, Jesse, and uh, for... Alright, class, I need you to... uh... For, for your homework, you'll be taking home uh, this copy of um, Harry Potter. You need to read this ch- up to this chapter in Harry Potter and tell me what uh, what it says about fascism. Hey mom, I, I this hey mom, this teacher sucks. <laughs> hey, mom, <laughs> hey mom, I had a wild day in school today, uh, and unfortunately, Cullen could not be with us because again, he loves diamonds more than he loves you. But that's okay. Because we have joining us today a special returning guest and friend of the show, Dr. Alex Roderer. Hey, everybody. I am eminently qualified to be on this podcast today because I have eaten no less than 3,000 books. And, that's, and honestly, that's what you need to do to become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Wait, you ate that's the books? To, yeah, that's, that's, how you, that's what you do with books, right? Yeah. Well, that's how I get my fiber because I hate vegetables. Can't stand broccoli. Get that out of here. Give me the catcher in the rye. A <laughs> little bit of Old Bay on that. Mm-mm. You can't have too much catcher in the rye, or you're gonna get bloated and get a gut. You know, it's kind of fatty. It's a yeah. I'm a. It, uh, it's a gluten free catcher in the rye. You just can't celiacs. You know, like, books yeah, are yeah. sometimes food. Yeah. <laughs> Um, today we are going a little bit back in time, uh, except for the, some of you who are actually teenagers who listen to the show, in which case, stop. Um, we are going back to high school to cover the 16 best books you had to read in school. Uh, and if you're like me, you didn't read half of these, but here we go. We have, in round one, The Great Gatsby, The Metamorphosis, Pride and Prejudice, The Crucible, The Giver, Old Man and the Sea, Romeo and Juliet, The Scarlet Letter, of Mice and Men, Beowulf, 1984, Lord of the Flies, To Kill a Mockingbird, The Odyssey, The Catcher in the Rye, and Hamlet as our anime entry of the week. I have so much spit in my mouth already from talking this much. I don't know how Cullen does it. Anyways, we are moving right into the first round, Group A. It is The Great Gatsby versus The Metamorphosis. Who cares to take a stab at it? Both of these books are about a man who awakens to be a giant bug. Yep, that's how I remember it. Jay Gatsby awoke one day to find himself turned into a rich piece of shit. Yeah. Are you okay, Dan? Okay. I literally, like, I just spit up soda everywhere. 
<laughs> Sam just turned into a bug. Uh, it's just on my back. He's on his back. <sighs> his his palp of um, uh, I really like the Metamorphosis. Uh, it's a um, it's a short read. It's a uh, it's it's. I mean, it's literally about a man who wake, who awakens to be a giant bug and then. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with a like a technicality concern here because the Metamorphosis not not ex- exactly a book uh, no. light light on the content to be honest I feel like it was really more of a concept piece Kafka was like a bit of a walking sim yeah yeah definitely you, you know you've turned into a bug do something what what does that mean let's walk around a bit interact with this you know this Maya model I'm not. I don't, I don't feel like pick you really up, went pick up Christmas duck. Yeah, totally. Yeah, pick up Christmas duck. I'm not sure what what even actually happened in the metamorphosis. Like what? Uh, I mean, he awakens to be a giant bug. His family gets scared of him, and then he like hides under the bed, and his family like brings in food, and he's like, Neh. and then okay, you're skipping over like a good two chapters where he's like, well, I'm in a bug. I guess I'm gonna lay in bed and do nothing for a while. <laughs> Because there is a long, there's a long period of time where he's like, well, I can't go outside. Well, I can't go down the stairs. Well, what if I, what would happen? Should, I mean, I have to go to work. Can I go to work and be a bug? Can I go can to I, work and do this? And it's can like. Can I put boots on my bug legs? Boot, do boots can he put boots on his bug legs? Like, and it's like, dude, you have to, like, you're going to, like, start eating your own poop in a matter of days unless you get out of bed. <laughs> like, worry about how, rearrange your priorities a little bit. Uh, he dies at the end of the book. I'm sorry, everyone, for spoiling this, but he does die. Above. Just like Great Gatsby. Yep. Yeah, there we go. We got similarities, parallels. That, yep. I feel like you could write a five-paragraph essay on the similarities there, focused entirely on they die at the end. So, A-plus, Dan McKenna. Honestly, I, I genuinely, I a thousand percent could at the high school I went to and write it like 20 minutes before class and get a solid B-plus. Yep. Yep. I, I believe that. Um, if you yeah believe that I made for uh, the Metamorphosis Project a Lego b- beetle about fifteen minutes before English class in the back of the band room during band class instead of playing the cymbals I was just building the shittiest little Lego model possible. Every single book on this list I made a, a terrible project for. Um, I think I'm going to be a Metamorphosis vote on this one, guys, because Great Gatsby is a tool and pretty much every character in that book is a tool okay, okay yeah okay. but like that's Wait. the point exactly you're not supposed to like these people and the book is yeah. like book is pretty explicit about that uh whereas i feel like the great gatsby you don't like these people and you're you know you're supposed to hate them and then they sort of their lives get ruined at the end of the book and kind of listless and pointless whereas i feel like we all relate to feeling like a bug Sometimes I don't want to yeah. die under my bed. Like I don't know. I feel like that's not great. I, I mean, the metamorphosis guy is like a weird concept mood piece. Whereas, like mm. the Great Gatsby is pretty explicitly about, hey, these people are rich and they do a bunch of rich, cool people stuff, and none of them—they're all fucking miserable. Like they hate it, and and then they die. Like, like, like the, the, the metamorphosis, you could just read like. Dude, I, I can see the Tumblr post now, just like renaming it to Mood. Mood, big mood. Great, big. big but like mood. every time I leave the house, I feel like a fucking monster. So I, there is a level of relation, to like like Alex was saying, to the metamorphosis that I can get down with. But then the message is you're gonna like die under your bed. That's that's yep. not great. I don't like that. 
Hey, you're right. It is no great, and unfortunately, that's the reality. Um, Where are I'm a Great Gatsby vote. Oh, Oh, it's one to one. It's down to me. I mean, I like bugs. I feel like the metamorphosis is like this guy is bad mouthing bugs for. I don't know, 20 pages, whatever it is. It's not really a book. I'm going with The Great Guy. <laughs> yep, it's 20 pages. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the same length as The Amazing Spider-Man number two. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like Kafka. I like The Metamorphosis. But I think that uh, The Great Gatsby is, I mean, I, I genuinely really like The Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's beat so, on listlessly into the current or whatever the last line is. And go to the next thing because Great Gatsby. What? Okay, you're voting for Great Gatsby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I sort of got lost in the weeds there. The Great Gatsby will knock out the Metamorphosis two to one. Moving on to the Pride and Prejudice versus the Crucible. Oh man, you guys. <laughs> okay. Pride and Prejudice is the best. Uh-huh. The best book is it? on this entire list. Yes, it is. Sorry. Well, I'm just now realizing I wrote Pride and Prejudice. Uh, instead of Pride and Prejudice. So, <laughs> so <laughs> let me just... Uh, that uh, is a hell of a band name. Pride and Prejudice. The only thing I remember about Pride and Prejudice is the whole Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy thing. And, like, I, I like that, but I distinctly remember... Th- I was When I read Pride and Prejudice, I was very much, like, of the age where I was... Uh, I could appreciate the Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy stuff, but everything else was just like, my eyes are rolling in the back of my head. Like, I don't care about this romance stuff. But, okay, but it's all, it's really funny. Like, the book is a satire. It's like, you've got all these sisters who have different personalities, and, like, they're dealing with, like, the weird societal expectations that are placed upon them, and there's romance, and everybody is, like jabbing witty barbs at each other constantly trying to cut each other down and it's it's very like i don't know i feel like it's very fresh it's very today um who who doesn't want to constantly cut down their friends via humor uh and then i mean that's this podcast right yeah yeah (laughs) except for that last part that i said the crucible come on like that's just depressing it is depressing but I do really like the Crucible. I think uh, the Crucible has it is probably one of my favorite like plays in terms of. Oh, I mean, if we're talking like classic plays, like I I enjoyed the Crucible because like even when you're in high school, you can tell the the what the message is. It's very easy to process. Um, so you're saying you like it because it's an easy book. <laughs> it didn't challenge you at all. Look, it didn't it challenge so me weird. at all, and. I, 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 I am air horn or some shit on the soundboard. I, like, under, I, don't worry, I'll edit that in. I don't know. Like I, I am fully willing to admit that uh, my enjoyment of Pride and Prejudice came down to like poor attention span and no interest in the actual subject matter. Uh, I, mean, I would be willing to give that book. Yeah, um, <laughs> I would be willing to give Pride and Prejudice another shot. Um, so, okay, so but, like, I'm not the Crucible. Like, what what do you like about the Crucible? Like, the... I mean, the Crucible has. Witches? It has witches. It does have. It does well. That's arguable. It's got pea right? cake. It's got pea cake. There's what? A, there's a, there's a piss cake. At, there's a piss cake at the start. There's a piss cake. There's a piss cake. They, they take dog piss and put it in a cake and and they feed it to a dog or some shit or they pee in a cake and they feed it to a dog. What? I forget what, but there's a piss cake. I don't remember this at all. There's piss cake. 
<laughs> I think you're lying. Tituba, piss cake. Hold on. Let me see. Here's Siri. Google Tituba, So really piss cake. the whole thing is um, just people are angry about being made to eat a pea cake. No, people are... It's supposed to be a parallel to like the Red Scare when it was written, right? Like it was supposed to be like... Yeah, it, communism. It, I mean, it's... I, I I mean we we throw around witch hunts so often now that uh, the crucible is kind of like watered down, but at the time it's very much like, hey, here's how fucked up it is that we're accusing people purely on paranoia, but like of nothing, the possibility of it. I don't know. It's so depressing. Like it that you have to like go through these trials and these like you know dudes are accusing mostly women and like that cool old man who gets crushed by rocks of yep. being you know, uh, witches, and, like, it's not, I don't know. It's oh, it's not a happy pressing. book. It's not a happy play no. at all. There's no. no happiness in that play. I mean, here's the thing, and I'm just going to come in. You guys have been having a healthy discussion while I've just been having flashbacks to when I had to read The Crucible in class and everybody was assigned roles. Oh, yeah. um, and I got to be the little girl at the start who was lay- I was laying down on the radiator in the back of the room for about half the scene until suddenly I got up, ran across the room, uh, and slammed into the door that connected the two classrooms, uh-huh. yelling, I want my mama. Uh, and oh. I ran into that some bitch so hard <laughs> that uh, it broke one of the hinges on the door. Uh, oh, no. So with that being said, I'm a crucible vote. Uh, well, I'm a Pride and Prejudice vote, definitely, because I think it's funny. Like, it's funny and fun to read, and I don't know why you were bored of it, Jesse. It's maybe... Piss cake, piss uh, because cake, I was... piss cake, piss cake, piss cake, I'm... piss cake, piss cake, piss cake, piss cake. All right. Um, I think I actually, when, when we read uh, The Crucible, we all, like, read the lines. I think I was that cool old, old man who got crushed by rocks. But um, yeah. I uh, I like The Crucible a lot. I'm going to be a Pride and Prejudice vote. And the reason is I am willing to concede. I've had enough people tell me, oh, you should give that book another shot. Oh, you should give it another shot. To the point where I'm like, y'all probably know better than me. Because when I I read it, it was, I was, you know, young and stupid and had no interest in that sort of thing. So, you know what? I'm going to go purely on the fact that enough people have said enough good things about Pride and Prejudice that I am willing to concede that. That's okay, Jesse. Damn, all right. We, we were all stupid when we were young. Anyway. Okay. Wow. The most the most disapproving burns ever. Pride and Prejudice knocks out the Crucible <laughs> two to one. We are moving on to The Giver versus The Old Man in the Sea. Um, um, I feel like I should come out and admit something, and that admit I am going to admit that I... Uh, I, I am the Zodiac Killer. I'm the Zodiac Killer. I... <laughs> I read The Giver in ninth grade. I reread The Giver like five or six years after that. Um, I know that The Giver is not a great book, but I like The Giver. Yeah, I feel like I feel like The Giver was a book that was written for high school students to read. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. It's not. It's not. It does not hold a candle to almost anything else on this list. But uh, when it I read it, at the time, reads, it yeah. reads like a high schooler wrote it. Yeah, yeah. it's a very. Simple it's book. not. It's very simplistic. It, like it's it's overall themes. Uh, it doesn't really dive super duper deep into. But, I mean, the plot is very very basic, and yet there's something about it that's like cotton candy for me. Did you recognize that it wasn't written like that when you read it as a ninth grader, though? What do you mean? 
Like, did you oh, recognize uh, that it was written sort of simply and wasn't, you know... I was... recognized that when I had to read it in sixth grade. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I felt Well, like... actually, I didn't read it. The teacher read it to us, and honestly, that might be what contributed to it, because it kind of felt like talking down to me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, the teacher also read it to us. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That, uh, but yeah. that was... I had a weird ninth grade English class. It was very good, but... Um, we didn't yeah, do the, story I, time in high school. Well, the, our English class in ninth grade was so small that like it was like at maybe nine, maybe ten people in it for some weird scheduling reason. So we just ended up like some real some weird scheduling reason called remedial. It was what I don't oh, know. Yeah, they, oh, like, <laughs> no, I mean it was awesome. We read uh, we read the Odyssey and then watched Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Like we we read damn a, we we read a Michael Crichton book like it. It was a fucking weird, cool class. Um, That's going off book. Well, yeah. not you yeah. know, like off the off. Like at some point, it just know. became oh, books are cool. Like, why don't we just like read books? Uh, I, I, yeah, I have a soft spot for The Giver. It is not a great book. Uh, the only thing about that book that is like even remotely interesting or controversial is the ending, and even that's just only that way because it's vague. Yeah, I forget what happens. I remember he slides down the dead baby chute. And then no, the, he just sort of wanders he, for a bit. He, he they like, escape the uh, city. stumbles into the snow out of the city and then, like, slides down a hill and sees some lights. He thinks he sees some it? lights. And he has he a child with him. Lights. Yeah. He stole a baby. He stole Still a baby. Has and he stolen he, a baby, he, you know. And, and it's implied that they're, like, near death and he thinks he sees some lights. So he might die. He might not. It's up to interpretation. That's literally the only thing in that book. Uh, okay. I we did not talk read about, Old Man in the Sea. Yeah. yeah, we need to talk about the book where a muscular old man wrestles a fish for three hours. Like, uh, Okay. I mean, the, he's in a boat and, like, obsessed with this giant fish and, like, catches an enormous fish and, like, it drags him around for a while and... It's like a struggle. All right, now I'm seeing why. Now I'm see. I'm trying to remember who suggested Old Man of the Sea being <laughs> on this list, and I think I know who. It's a, it's like this this like deep struggle: man versus nature, man versus fish. Man loves fish. Man also hates fish. It's like fish maybe hates man. Boy meets fish. Loves. Fish gets married. Yeah, fish gets married. It it's just very. I don't know. Like I'm not a huge Hemingway fan. I think a lot of his stuff is overhyped and poorly written and like very too much machismo like oh i'm a dude i kiss the ladies but like old man in the sea is i found it compelling and filled with no that would i'm thinking you're thinking of walden which uh, the classic line from walden is (laughs) oh i'm a dude and i kiss the ladies i love i love casablanca oh yeah um i'm gonna be an old man in the sea vote because a man, an old man rustles a fish, and that's more interesting than anything that happens in The Giver. Yeah. I'm going to be a The Giver vote because, in, again, it is very simplistic, but there is something about like that revelation of when he looks at the girl's hair and it starts to look weird. And then the, the man's like, that's the color red that you see. And it, it, in sixth grade, I was like, whoa, whoa. dang. Colors are weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we were all dumb in, in sixth grade. I'm just... I know, but this was also supposed to be an advanced reader's class where, oh, like, they, you were the smart kids, so they pulled you out of regular reading to do something else. 
There is uh, absolutely nothing advanced about The Giver. The Giver is the kind of book you read when you've never read a book before, and it's the kind of book that gets you into reading better books. I'm starting to wonder if, like, I conned them or they conned me. Um, (laughs) But it sounds like The Old Man in the Sea is going to take this one two to one. I'm voting for The Old Man in the Sea. That's going to lock it in. Old Man in the Sea knocks out The Giver two to one. We are moving on to our fourth matchup, Romeo and Juliet versus everyone's favorite light you know some light summertime read on where you're on the beach and you just sort of like flip through uh the scarlet letter uh written by janet ivanovich um a is for adultery um (laughs) i'm somebody save me i kind of talked myself into a corner here yeah you did i'm not saving you no, you're you're done. Uh, Scarlet Letter sucks, and I know. In the thing is, every uh, intellectual person, like every writer, every person in that sphere that I've talked to, loves the Scarlet Letter. Um, and personally, I think it is bullshit. Uh, it might just be the wrong book to suggest to teens because, like, Nathaniel Hawthorne uses the most at the time they were not five and ten dollar words right like they were definitely words that he was using in his day-to-day basis but like in 11th grade not what i need at the time uh, it's just what a fucking slog that was one of the first books i do I, remember i'm so that. goddamn mad now that was one of the first books where i was like hey actually fuck this yeah okay you know it's summertime i'm gonna play mario kart yeah. and like not write it and write this paper that's due a week before school i um i have a sort of appreciation for the scarlet leather all letter although um oh the scarlet leather sounds like a way better book <laughs> Um, the Scarlet Letter um, oh, Jesse. from E.L. James. seventeen. <laughs> Back up there. Pornhub.com. Oh, God. Hold on a second. <laughs> Search 5,356,356 videos. Okay, the Scarlet... Oh, sorry. I said Scarlet Letter. Uh, Demi Moore in the actual Scarlet Letter. Um, no. Scarlet Leather. No. We're breaking new ground here. I, I feel um, like... No, actually, there's just a there's just it's just a play on Infinity War where they change one of the words, and uh, that's definitely not the book oh, that we're talking no. about. So no, no, I'm gonna. I don't like it. Close that clear tab. browser history on that one. Yeah. That... Anyways, Jesse, what were you gonna say about this fun book? Let's talk about I... Nathaniel Hawthorne. Nathaniel Rawthorne. Great. Uh, I feel like I had assumed that. Um... The Scarlet Letter was Nathaniel Rawhorn. I hate this. I hate this whole conversation. Uh, I feel like I had assumed that The Scarlet Letter um, was written by a woman. So I feel like I just kind of lost a little bit of respect for that book. I um, yeah, Or no, what little I had be. left for it. I, I also did not super like that book. Um, kind of checked out of it. Because, like, again, Pride and Prejudice didn't really interest me at the time. Scarlet Letter also didn't really interest me because I was not interested in the politics and um, uh, social bullshit of romance. Like, I just, the books about that was not was not what I was into. Um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, Nathaniel Hawthorne is a hard... Like, all of his books are hard reads. They're not written in a straightforward manner. But, like, on top of that, as a child, it's really hard to understand or get interested in the, like, the detailed political complexities of, what, like, eight, 1800s New England, like, and, like, the weird social, 
No, oh, it's set in the in the 1600s, but it was written in the 1800s, probably about 1800 stuff. Um, yeah. Like, it's really hard to, like, grasp, like, why are these people obsessed with Just go to Cape Cod, all the same fuckers are still alive. Yeah, it's basically, I mean, you know, uh, as as I lay dying. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You could finish your point. I, I no apologize. Po- I have no I'll point other than, like, it's it's not relevant to, it wasn't relevant to my life. I, I mean, it is in that, like, shaming of sexuality and whatever, but, like, I, I didn't have the context to understand that at the time. Same. Um, yeah. Cool. cool. So we're all going to be a Romeo and Juliet vote because oh, of Lord. the 1990s movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. I oh. have people have. I have only just now recently learned what that movie exactly was, and now I really want to see that movie because that movie sounds like Go a to, fucking you, riot. That movie sounds amazing. It is. I mean, the the biggest con we ever pulled in ninth grade was watching that in school. Oh, that is genuinely like it is Buck Wild Boz Lerman uh, with like. Guns and like I forget where it's set. I think Miami or maybe L.A. or San Francisco. I forget somewhere beach and beautiful. Uh, and it's a trip. I mean, I gotta I, that I'm looking. I at, forget who plays like the apothecary and the friar. I'm looking at images now, and Leonardo DiCaprio is like a literal child in this, which I guess is apropos since like wasn't Romeo like 14 or something awful. They were both. They were both really young. They're both like twelve, and I hate that. But you know. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Romeo and Juliet that I always found that was good had nothing to do with Romeo or Juliet. Yes, correct, agreed. <laughs> like, there's there's right. good stuff in Romeo and Juliet, but like anyone who thinks Romeo and Juliet is good because Romeo and Juliet are a romantic couple completely fucking missed the point of that. Yes, agreed. I like I. Y- Oh, it's just a bunch of like teenage angst and like if everybody just sat down and like thought for half a second the main yep. conflict of that the story wouldn't happen but <sighs> I guess that's uh, wait a minute I think yeah. I just realized something is Romeo and Juliet anime yes 100% I, yes it's an anime it's a thousand percent honestly it is a thousand percent an anime um, I'm gonna be sorry. I got a little distracted. I'm gonna be a Romeo and Juliet vote because I'm looking at the movie poster for William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, and no, there are three very defined. There's Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. They're front and center, and then everyone above them is basically just a man with a gun, mm. except like very clearly, almost comically bigger than everybody else on the right side is John Leguizamo with a gun, and that's just making my whole day. <laughs> that's just really. Putting a pep in my step. Uh, he actually does play uh, the pest in that movie as well. He is it's a crossover film. <laughs> oh, the good. original I, Avengers. I, 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 <laughs> 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 okay, which <laughs> I'm a uh, Romeo and Juliet vote. Uh, I'm also a Romeo and Juliet vote. In a first round sweep, Nathaniel Rawhorn gets knocked out by Romeo and, and Juliet three to nothing. You can't keep doing Stop. that. <laughs> no. I mean, he won't, because there's no more, but... (laughs) Of Mice and Men is going up against Beowulf in our next round, and this actually should be the finals to me. um, Because both of these are actually... Okay. Alright, well... Both of these... I didn't rain on your parade the whole episode. We don't have to rain on mine. Both of these are really good. One of these has a good movie. Wait. And, And, of course, you are talking about Of Mice and Men. Yes. I haven't seen either of these. Oh, wait. Did Beowulf actually... Oh, I forgot now. Didn't Beowulf have that uh, with Angelina Jolie? Mm-hmm. 
Where she plays, like, Grendel's mom? Yeah, and then Beowulf has, like, a romance with her. That has nothing that's to do with the not, book. That's not canonical. That's not. No, it's not at all. <laughs> that's not canonical. Look, Beowulf... It actually is, and also it's going to be in the next Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Beowulf is that, a cool but... as hell story. Um, I mean, it's an but epic. I am... It's, it's yeah. on the tin. Like... It, the, the very, the very like, foundation of the word yeah you know um i i, I think it, it was one of those it was one of those things we're reading it it was super cool it was actually action-packed it was one of those the one of the few times where i was reading something i was like wow the people are books huh they, maybe there's something to these <laughs> i don't know if they'll stick around much longer but you know good for them i don't um, think i mean it's an epic but i don't think beowulf ever actually like does it have a point like does it actually say anything about like its story I'm sure I, I if there was somebody to say to like fight for yes it would be Alex Roderer but I'm going to come in real quick and say absolutely not it is a thousand percent about ripping off arms going underwater fighting some monsters and then getting smoked to death by a dragon yeah Little dream I mean, really fair like I I honestly could not tell you what the overarching narrative is other than dude's real strong has to rip off some arms dude's- like dude sometimes i feel like it is it is like kind of a very early superhero story you know um and that like superhero stories don't really have a point to them yeah i I feel like that is a solid five paragraph i say john mckinney a plus you you've assigned me like 15 paragraphs to write and that's about 14 too many for me (laughs) um i'm gonna be a real quick of mice and men vote and okay i have to say, I mean, like, for some reason, Of Mice and Men and Great Gatsby kind of fit in the same pocket alongside of, like, To Kill a Mockingbird in in my head and Catcher in the Rye. Like, those four books, like, all of those books seem to be, like, the big four that you learn about in school. Um, and I really, really genuinely love Of Mice and Men. I think that book is fantastic. Yeah, I think Of Mice and Men is, like, it's it's actually, like, moving and powerful and, yeah. I don't know, you, in the ways that high school books are supposed to be, I feel like it it really sort of draws. Uh... Also, like the work, the, the antagonist of that book, if you can really like label someone an antagonist, keeps his hand in a glove full of Vaseline. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Pornhub.com, <laughs> little slimy boy, <laughs> Vaseline glove. Um... That's well. That's how. Honestly, that's how you prep yourself for the Infinity Gauntlet. That was the yeah. OG. <laughs> Infinity. Oh no! It's sticky in there. The seventh. The seventh Infinity Stone is Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. petroleum jelly. Um, oh. It. Uh, yeah. Of mice and men is just like it's such like an aspirational, but also like uh, all of. All of John Steinbeck's books are like this, though, where it's, like, people dreaming big and being crushed by, like, the system. Yep. Uh, I don't know. The, be- the best laid plants of mice and men. <laughs> you know, like... Whoa. So I didn't yeah. realize we had a UK listener on the phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to throw a vote, because it sounds like you're both going to be of mice and men votes. Um I'm going to throw a bone to Beowulf because it is a very, very cool story. I think it's something that Colin Jennings would vote for, and I feel like he deserves oh, yeah. a vote on this episode. Oh, God. Um, and also, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, the fun... 
Fun thing about Of Mice and Men is after I read that in ninth grade, uh, my goal from 10th through 12th was finding freshmen in the in the uh, where do you eat lunch, the cafeteria, uh, and see when they were reading the book and then go up to them and tell them that uh, George shoots Lenny. Oh, no. uh, and that was You're kind a of bad person, Dan McKenney. That was kind of my my ga- my grift, my game. Um, that's such a that's such a heartbreaking ending. Why would you do that? Because just to see the look on their face. I remember too when we were taking the test on it. So we had finished the book. We were taking a test on it, and the classroom over from us was watching the movie, and their TV was right up against our wall, and so it's it's. Like, you could hear a pin drop. Everybody's taking this test, and then you just hear, and I get to tend the, and a huge gunshot. <laughs> and oh. it was, oh, what, if I could just go back in time and bottle that moment just to p- pull it up whenever I like. The worst. Alex, it is one to one. It is down to you. Oh, God. It is um, down to you. I mean, I do really like Beowulf's sort of, narrative superhero simplicity and there are parts of of mice and men that i don't it's so uncomfortable like i don't know lenny kills a a person lenny kills a woman a woman a woman who is never named in this book except for curly's wife again steinbeck thanks uh given agency to your women um though at least she has dreams and like interests something i guess but yeah could have could have done a little bit of better job there steinbeck Though I'm not sure there are actually any women in Beowulf at all, other than Grendel's. Uh, name, Grendel, Grendel, Grendel. Oh, Gr- Gringle. Isn't Grendel a dragon? Grinch. Grendel's not a dragon. Grendel is a monster, and then Grendel's mom. But yeah. I don't know. If... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I just I have to go with of mice and men, uh, just because right. yeah, it's important. I mean, I, I, it's, uh, I guess we'll send off Beowulf. I'm just not realizing, like, if we were if we were trying to find a good comparison, like Grendel is like uh, the Green Goblin, and then Grendel's mom is a lot okay. like Doctor Octopus. Um, okay, Dan. and then the, and then the dragon is Venom. Okay, Dan. Uh, yeah. Okay. Of mice and men will knock out Beowulf two to one. We are moving on to our next matchup, which is 1984 versus Lord of the Flies, uh, a real fun light matchup. So, something I didn't know that I recently found out is that apparently 1984 has a film adaptation that was made in 1984. That's fun. Apropos. So 1984 is the Big Brother book, right? Yes. Are Big Brother's yeah. watching. Yep. Julie Chen hosts. Uh, it's three episodes a week. Uh, 12 house guests it takes place all summer i mean that's literally Uh, one's ahead of household that's literally the like the idea is uh omnipresent surveillance like that's yeah yeah you joke but yeah basically there was when we lived in new york and i wanted to go so bad and we just never lined up the timing and the tickets but there was a broadway version of 1984 with like olivia wilde um and 1984 the not not a musical, but um, did I say musical? Well, no, shit. you said Broadway. It's musical now. You said Broadway. <laughs> you said Broadway. Um, but so apparently, I it was a very visceral experience for all who attended. Like Strobe, just the cast, just screaming at the audience that they're complicit in it. People oh, crying. One person like leaving to vomit. It, it apparently like a very intense show and i'm so into the concept of that there is something like that pulls out the like 
shitty creative artist in me that's like, yeah, let's go see this. And I never did. Um, that's my story. And if, if you guys can talk for the rest of the episode. That's unfortunate. That's very sad. Um, Lord of the Flies. Uh, that's the other thing. Speaking of film adaptations, Lord of the Flies, apparently, um, I don't know what the status of this thing is, but there was like a there was like a controversy of it recently because like there there was talk of someone remaking Lord of the Flies, but with an all female cast. Oh my god! Um, yes, I heard about this. Which is which is um, missing the point. Yeah, missing, missing completely missing the point. Actually, how do you miss uh, the point so bad? I mean, because if you take it literally and you don't actually like take into context of like societal gender expectations and pressures and all that shit, like if but you don't actually, about, if you're not actually conscious of all that sort of shit, it's about teenage boys. Like, it's I would buy that if it were someone who had never met or been a teenage boy, like which I find unlikely. These were, I think, distinctly it was also being like pitched by men. So by, it's by like, a dude. Uh, yeah, okay. By, yeah. Okay, all right, dude, fuck off. Like, be introspective uh, for, like, half a second. Uh, Lord of the Flies is a fucked up book. The crux of it is, like, uh, an an investigation of, like, school... The way that schoolboy violence, like, plays out in society at large. Like, the English school system... Like, the English, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Boarding school, like, culture seeps into the rest of society as, like, like violent horrible tendencies and like oh yep surprise surprise it's true we got like terrible dudes all over the place who excuse their terrible behavior because they're like well just boys being boys yeah okay well and like you smashed a dude's head against the rock because i don't know we're pissed off. hey man like, no. boys being hey boys being boys, boys, being it's, boys. you know when hey we're all just we're all just we're all just you know bo- boys. Hey, boys being boys. This judge sounds broken. I, what's going on with it? Boys being boys. You know what I mean? Like, I, anyway, sir, Your Honor, are you okay? Hey, you know, boys. Both of these boys. books are um, pertinent now and also very depressing. So, yes, uh, I I'm going to be a 1984 vote on this one. Where are your votes? I'm a Lord of the Flies vote because. Oh no. I know. Sorry, Alex. Uh, I um, I like the message of Lord of the Flies better than I like the message of 1984, which is um, give up. Yeah. Yes. Wait, but what's the message of Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies is well, it's not really a message as much as it's like, hey, look, look at the way boys behave, and that's a thing that I can get behind because that's a that's a feeling I have felt strongly for quite some time. Yeah. But the message of 1984 is like, also, look at the way that society turns into a fascist nightmare when people are uh, not vigilant and follow the leader. And I don't know. I just feel like both of these books don't have a super hopeful, like, here's how we fix this problem. And, oh, yeah. No, no, no. There's absolutely uh, no hope in either of them. They're very much like, hey, here's a fucking no. problem. Jesus. Uh, okay. Um, I guess, which of these do I want to go up against Of Mice and Men in the next round? Because, like, God, I don't want to talk about either of these anymore. Uh, I am going to vote for 1984. Okay. Boom. There it is. Ah, that was hard. I don't like that. Um, uh, Alex and I love Big Brother. It's 1984. Knocks out. Lord of the Flies. Two to one. We're moving into To Kill a Mockingbird versus The Odyssey. Oh. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of great things to be said about To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, I wouldn't know. I did not read it. I, I Oh my god! 
It was what? required Dad. reading. It was required reading, right? It was required reading, and I elected to make it unrequired. Um, <laughs> I mean, I graduated, so everybody can suck it. But for me personally, I we am have going... no evidence of that fact. We have no proof that that is true. That's true. Dan, now, but, sincerely, okay. To Kill a Mockingbird is one of the most fun books to read on this list. Like, genuinely enjoyable. You don't even have to, like... It's not even like that. It's a good book. It's a, f- it, but it's a genuinely fun, entertaining book to read as well. Like you should read that book. That's Maybe. interesting. Yeah, but you know what? I did read. I did read. Now, is the Odyssey the same as Jason and the Argonauts? No, similar. Hmm. Are you sure? Because it's like Jason's Odyssey, right? To to get the Golden Fleece. I've never actually read either of these. I uh, I had to read the Iliad in high school. I feel confident in saying that I read the Odyssey in fourth grade, and that might be a bit of a stretch, but I feel pretty good about that. Jesse, you want to tell me about the Odyssey just to like refresh my memory? Yes. The Odyssey is about a man with a hat. He throws it. If he throws it onto enemies, he can become them. He Then they become, Great, have yep. a mustache. <laughs> yes. The Odyssey. He's can you remind me? What's this man's name? I forgot his name. Jason. Uh... Great. You, His name is Jason, Jason uh, Alexander. In the Odyssey? Uh, it's, uh, isn't it Odysseus? Yes, you're right. I knew it was something it's obvious. Odysseus. Uh, Odysseus. Or, oh, it, that's, or Ulysses in the Roman version. But, oh, well. Rome, Rome fell, so who cares? Uh, I, Whoa. Um... <laughs> Damn. Whoa, Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <Ouch. laughs> Suck it, Rome. Sick burn on Rome. <laughs> Uh, that's the real reason Rome fell. Uh, Jesse's sick burn. Uh, and then Nero fiddled while Jesse burned Rome. Um, yeah. Yeah. The Odyssey is about uh, Odysseus uh, and his uh, merry men on his boat trying to get home. And they run into all sorts of wild fucking shit. Like they outsmart a cyclops and they they run across sirens. Yeah. And then oh, like... I read this. Yeah. like And it's it's like all sorts of wild Greek mythological stuff happening and then he gets home and his wife like has presumed him dead and he's like Athena's on his side uh, the Odyssey's fucking wild like it is out Which, of con- to be fair is fair like she she definitely did the right thing in that scenario like yeah dude was gone for like two years I, I think like, it might have been even more than two years um he was presumed years, dead know. he was missing um yeah but yeah I mean the Odyssey is a wild fun adventure if you're into mythology especially greek mythology um it is okay but mm-hmm. to kill a mockingbird is a better uh, read. amazing book and like atticus finch is come on. a great man like you got scout being like a cool being like a, a kid and like being oblivious to the injustices of alabama they're in alabama right yeah alabama i think that sounds right um and her dad is like this badass lawyer who helps people and teaches her about how to be a good person and not complete garbage uh, and saves several people from getting lynched, I'm pretty sure. Yep, because so of, good. because like Atticus is like the lawyer, a, 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 like the lawyer for a black man who's being accused of like, I don't remember exactly what it is. It's like hitting on a white woman or something like that. Um, Basically. 
and that's like the B plot. That's like the background plot. But like a major part of the book is about that. But then also like uh, Scout also befriends um, like this weird neighbor that's like reclusive in the house. And I can't remember his name. It starts with a B. I think it's like Bebo. It's Boo. Bop, bop it. Boo Radley. Boo Radley. Yes. Boo Radley. Um, yeah. And like. How do I remember that? Boo helps Scout like. Scout's being like chased by like a uh, like a, a bad person, and Boo like takes it. It's fucking man. It's basically Casper the Friendly Ghost. Okay. Uh, but instead of a ghost, it's a weird dude in a house, uh, and she leaves him gifts in a tree. Um, and yeah, it's great. It's a fun time, and also lynchings um, to just remind you of the context of America at the time. Um, yeah, I'm a solid To Kill a Mockingbird vote because yeah. That is just a powerful book, and Atticus Finch is. I think everybody wants Atticus Finch to be their dad. So yes, just gonna say. Yeah. This is a painful so, thing to think about. I um, because I don't want to choose either one. I want both of these to move on. I think To Kill a Mockingbird should move on. I'm gonna be a To Kill a Mockingbird vote. Damn. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's not like is there was a vote? cool uh, Cyclops. It's not like Medusa showed up in the mix at any point in time, and like they had to hold up mirror shields. Not like the sirens. That's not. They had to deal that's, with. That's not, Clash of the Titans, Stan. That's not the same thing. Oh, fuck yourself, you piece of shit. <laughs> you genuine, just a, just a scumbag. Right. They have man. a they have a Pegasus and the owl robot, and right. I get it. Zeus is up there. Right. And, right. Yeah. Like the mirror. And then chaos shows shielded. up, and he's all slicky because right. he's covered. Yeah, Pitt and Palutena yeah. like work together to take down uh, Hades. Right? Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. Sora's there. Yeah. To- I just believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand Kingdom Hearts at all. Yeah. Hey, it's you fine. know what? Realize- I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb and say neither does Jesse. Yeah. If I'm going to be completely honest. Hey, with you. no. You know um, what? I actually recently like had someone deeply explain everything that happened in kingdom hearts and let me tell you i do understand it but it ain't worth understanding <laughs> the catcher in the rye is up against hamlet in our next matchup where, uh, wait, where were votes and it's two to one for uh to come oh, okay. yeah we did it but definitely. i thought it'd be funny to interrupt your king your thing about kingdom hearts to move no on. i get it because yeah. there's like a nice comedic yeah. pause it's it's yeah. yeah comedy beats i get it Let's finish round one. My God, go. I like to get organic comedy beats uh, from the farmers market on Sunday. Uh huh. Make, make a lovely, way. make a lovely, uh, lovely salad. Um, hey, it's Catcher on the Rye versus Hamlet. Uh, only one of these was turned into lions. Both about whiny teens. Yep. Uh, yeah. That's true. That is true. Now, to, uh, act pretty weird. Yes. Just gonna um, say. No I'm not going to say that... I know some people really hate Catcher in the Rye. Uh, I don't. Oh, boy. Um, but I totally understand where people do. Why? Why do people... Because, like, it did, when, I'm getting flashbacks to this being the one book I did elect to read. And me just, like, standing in front of the entire 11th grade English honors class being like... You people don't fucking get this book. Because every, every single person in that room was like, I just don't relate to this character. He just he just seems like like a jerk. He's just like and I'm like, that's the point. Yes. It's not you're not supposed to like him. It's it is entirely, entirely just like a profile on a character from start to finish. Uh, 
of this like weird storyline. The it entire is thing, based on, like profiling him. The entire thing is a Tumblr post, and like I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, true. Hold on a second. Got a hey. He's here. How long would it take me to get to JD Salinger's grave? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he still... I got an important message. Wait, isn't he still, uh, like, holed up in a cabin somewhere? Like, isn't he still... Like... I think he passed no. away. No, he's he? dead. Oh, he died. Yeah, about five in, years yeah, ago. Four or five years ago. Okay. He's a very private person. Yes. Um, I, I get why people hate the book. It is written very strangely. Um, it has a very unlikable protagonist doing a, very, a bunch of very unlikable things. Um, I personally don't hate the book because I, I mean, it's a very love it or hate it difference in terms of writing style. Like it's such a, the book seems to like meander constantly and doesn't really do a whole lot. And, uh, you don't have to be like consciousness. Yes, it is absolutely stream of consciousness. And if you've never read a stream of consciousness type writing before, which I hadn't at the time, uh, it's it can either be like a huge turnoff, or if you're into new weird stuff, kind of interesting and pivotal. And um, I don't know, I I don't dislike Catcher in the Rye. Will I ever read it again? Probably not. But um, it's I don't think it's a terrible book. I, it's one of those that I wonder. I really do wonder how it would hold up if I read it now. I don't think it would, but at the time, mm-hmm. it it like it mirrored a lot of the weird teenage angst confusion about the world and frustration with the self that i think i was feeling as a teenager and so i i I get why people wouldn't like it because ultimately like the character is not likable but like that is the point and like i think it does grapple with a lot of the sort of the feelings that you feel as mr rogers would probably say uh as a teenager um so but on the other hand hamlet uh stabs a bunch of dudes through curtains to deal with his feelings. So He does also encounter a ghost. Yeah, there's a ghost. Uh, like, really quick. There's one more Someone. ghost in Hamlet than there is in The Catcher in the Rye, so I'm going to be a Hamlet vote. Okay. Damn. Wow. Oh. Um, Hamlet's cool. poison in someone else's ear. Like, there's, you know, someone named Rosencrantz. That's a, um, that's a thing. Gil- Gildenstern. There's a Rosencrantz. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are like the per like basically Wario and Waluigi levels of naming, right? Like it is just perfect. Like agree. Goals. Okay. Yeah. All goals. right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think <sighs> I'd like Hamlet a lot, uh, but I think I'm gonna go with Catcher in the Rye. I'm gonna vote for Catcher in the Rye uh, just because okay. it, it has a feeling. Uh, and it captures that very well. And also J.D. Salinger, like, refusing all interviews about the book and telling people to, like, fuck off and, like, figure it out on their own. Pretty cool, you know. Mm, yeah, but <sighs> looking back on that book, I don't think it holds up. As a teen reading it, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, here, I'm into this. Books, yeah, I could I could get down with this. I could become an English teacher. I could... Catcher on the Ride was... I was like, I could... Mm, I think I could become an English teacher. There seems to be something here. Uh, Hamlet, on the other hand, has, is lions. Um, also, there was a version, another movie version. I forget who was in that one, but that was pretty buck wild because like, at the end, SWAT teams bust into the castle all at the same time coordinated. 
Hamlet 1996. Who was in that? Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Oh, wait. Yeah, there was Kenneth Branagh. I forgot about the Kenneth Branagh movie. Oh, shit. I Updated to the 19th century. Yeah. You can change it. It's not locked in yet. You can change it. I mean, uh, I'm going to be a Hamlet vote. Uh, well, so it's going to be two to one unless you change it and it'll be three to one. Okay. okay. I feel okay. I feel... I feel okay about throwing a vote. Two to one, Hamlet knocks out Catcher in the Rye, and we are finally moving into the second round. It is The Great Gatsby, The Pride and Prejudice, Old Man in the Sea, Romeo and Juliet of Mice and Men, 1984, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Hamlet. Up first is Great Gatsby versus Pride and Prejudice. Uh, Man, looking back on Great Gatsby, it's of the two, it's the one I've read, but I don't feel great voting for it. I do. Oh, man, come on. Pride and... Pride and Prejudice. Come on, you have have neither of you watched any of the movie adaptations not. of Pride and Prejudice? There are like a hundred. I've them. heard that like six hour one but, is like supposed to be really like, good, but it's like forever long. Yeah, is that like Avatar? Yeah, they're gonna make I'm, four of them, and the Pride and Prejudice extended universe is. Um, I can't wait for that to happen. Oh, now that now that Disney bought Fox, yeah, yeah Wolverine's gonna happened. be in <laughs> the Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> wait, I'm, isn't Mr. Darcy already? basically wolverine like he's got the side he does have the adamantium skeleton and the and, implanted yep there we go in the adamantium and the st- yeah the steel skeleton um hi i'm adam antium uh, you may have seen me in- great <laughs> thanks dan all right Ugh. i'm a hard pride and prejudice vote and you all like i highly recommend that someone actually besides me read or watch the no. book it's good it's witty and funny and like they're always doing the jibes and I've, listeners of this bracket would love it because i feel like they're doing the hand jive in great gatsby a lot and like you know because there's a lot of jazz a lot of dance parties a lot of and i mean the, the, also the pools like and people drown in drown pools. pools they're also much like other entries on this list did have a modern version of it by Boz Lerman starring leonardo dicaprio um <laughs> And that had a Jay Z track or two in there. It was <laughs> man, what a like fever a dream that movie was. Uh, yeah. I guess here's the thing: I'm going to throw you a bone on this one. I'm going to be a Pride and Prejudice vote just because I cannot, I can't rep for Great Gatsby like I could other entries on this list. I'm going to be a Great Gatsby vote because I feel okay with Pride and Prejudice moving on. Yeah, and that and that's a nice little happy ending. But we still got half the fucking show to do. Pride and Prejudice <laughs> knocks out Great Gatsby two to one. Up next is Old Man in the Sea versus Romeo and Juliet. I'm a Romeo and Juliet vote. I don't know where I'm at. The thing, I, the uh, Old Man in the Sea, I remember. I, I remember genuinely enjoying. It's just Romeo and Juliet. There is something iconic about it to me and also just like i can look back and tell you every character's name i can go back like kind of hitting the really strong plot points beat by beat the battle scene where mercutio dies plague on both your houses tybalt's a fucking dick romeo's a dick you can you can Uh, name the characters in old man in the sea too it's an old man and the sea like that those are gary oldman the sea gary oldman um new rapper the sea the letter C. Uh, oh, that's a fun little on. Sesame Street sketch that we yeah. just came up with. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to. I want to watch this now. It's like it's a. Uh, it's Grover in a boat with like a rain jacket on and like a and giant Gary Oldman letter is there. C. And Gary Oldman is there in the boat too. And a giant letter C like comes out uh-huh. of the boat or comes out of the water. 
and uh, yeah, it's great. I loved it. Um, Feist comes on, plays song. Um, Jesse, yeah. what about I'm you? A, What's your vote? I'm an old man in the sea vote. I'm going to make Jesse decide. Oh, that sucks because I can't decide. Um, I deserve it. I um, Romeo and Juliet has a famous ending that I never really cared for. Um, I think it's dumb. I, I, I guess, like, the message of it also is very much just like, wow, look at these teens who died for each other because they're idiots. Um, I'm going to be an old man in the sea vote. They die for each other because they dumb as hell. Yeah. Like, they're stupid. Uh, damn, yeah. Okay, because, like, she kills herself because she thinks he's dead, but he just took some sleepy pills. And then he's like, well, I guess... Or wait, no, it's vice versa. I don't fucking know. I guess the old man of the sea knocks out Romeo and Juliet two to one, and we're moving on. Yeah, she she's the one to sleep first, and then he kills himself, uh, and then she kills herself. Oh yeah, so he kill he kills himself because she's sleeping. But it's really the priest's then, fault because he was the one who came up with the plan. Oh the, yeah, the friar. Well, the friar's the a friar. moron, but the teens are they're all nobody. The friar's pretty. like, uh, let me uh, just drug this teen. Anyway, sorry, go on. Hey, hey, teen. Hey, teen. <laughs> Don't let a fire drug uh, you. Of Mice and Men versus 1984. Of Mice and Men vote two. quick. Quick and easy. Of Mice and Men vote quick and easy. Uh, yeah, same. Of Mice and Men. 1984 is just too ding-dang depressing. And Of Mice and Men is also depressing. But, like... Of Mice and Men ugh. gives you room to care about characters. 1984 doesn't do that. That's true. Get out of here, fascism! Old man, old my, old, old of mice and men, old, old, old mice and the men, d- 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 of mice and old men. Old, old, there you oh, go. D- 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 do you mice. have it? Guts. Um, of mice and men knocks out 1984, three to nothing in a second round sweep. That's not a thing, but I just made it up. Up next is To Kill a Mockingbird versus Hamlet, and uh, I'm glad you guys really repped for To Kill a Mockingbird in the first round. I think it definitely deserved to be on this list. It's like a no-brainer. Obviously, of course, we're making a 16 for this. How to have To Kill a Mockingbird on here. But Hamlet's definitely moving on. Mm. Mm. Oh, boy. Mm. All right. Well, you, listen, I got shit to do today, so you guys call me when you're done. <laughs> I am a To Kill a Mockingbird vote, Dan. Why? Like, but over Hamlet. Dan, you didn't, like read, much... you didn't read To Kill a Mockingbird, and Hamlet's a bunch I... of stupid wild shit. To Kill a Mockingbird's like, oh, this is fun to read, and it feels like it has something to say. Oh, To Kill a Mockingbird is a book where I could shape my entire moral compass around it, like a lot of people yeah. did. I'm also going to point out that Ophelia in Hamlet... Drowns herself, drowns herself with flowers that look like testicles? Yeah. Gets like fucking shafted out the wazoo which yep uh, yep i meant to bring that yeah, up earlier yep. too not it's not great i get if any, yeah I, get, <laughs> I highly recommend uh the the uh choose your own story book by ryan north uh to be and or Are to be starting? or not to be right oh you can play as ophelia oh uh, i i yeah yeah it's great she's she's huh. great she's like a scientist she invents the thermometer it's nice um but yeah, I'm I'm a To Kill a Mockingbird vote just because Hamlet, who has boy, no female characters, well. has no female characters with agency. Oops. Um, so Mulberries. Also, To Kill a Mockingbird is a great read. Yes, uh, like I said, like so. I would rather read To Kill a Mockingbird for fun than Hamlet. Like, and Hamlet's got a ghost in it, and Hamlet's got a lot of jokes in it. 
Yeah. But still. But I To mean, Kill a Mockingbird rules. Yeah. And you made a mistake of not reading it, Dan. I mean, no if fault. I'd rather read an N64 strategy guide than read your book, I think maybe you did something wrong. Um, to sure. Kill a Mockingbird will knock out Hamlet 2-1. to one. We are into the semifinals with Pride and Prejudice, Old Man in the Sea, Of Mice and Men, and To Kill a Mockingbird. First up, Pride and Prejudice, Old Man in the Sea. I'm a Pride and Prejudice. I have no idea how this... How did this happen? Like, how did uh, this pairing... I blame myself. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah, I'm I, also a Pride and Prejudice vote, because... Uh, even I would, I would, I would say Pride and Prejudice is probably a more interesting read than Old Man in the Sea. I mean, Old Man in the Sea is good, but like Pride and Prejudice, yeah. like I people mean, don't love. Re-read. Yeah, yeah. Is Old Man in the Sea funny? So, no, 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 not funny at all. But it sounds hot as hell. <laughs> it is hot as hell. I mean, sure, Mr. Darcy also a looker, or or so the book told me. So the book exactly, yeah. You got to paint with your word, with the with your mind words, with all the That's colors the of your books. mind's eye. Yeah, yeah. So um, where are your votes? I was kind of just buddies. sort of zoned out a little bit thinking about books too much. <laughs> I, I understand it's it's a difficult thing to think about sometimes. I am a Pride and Prejudice vote. I'm also a Pride and Prejudice vote. Uh, I'm gonna be an old man in the sea vote because I did. I, you know, I honestly genuinely enjoyed that one. Uh, but the Pride and Prejudice will knock out Old Man in the Sea two to one of Mice and Men. To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, You've had your fun. This hurts. You've had your fun. This hurts me so bad. Oh. And now oh, it's nice. time to tend the rabbits. No. Now, I now hate that I, I Grab hate. my greasy, slick hand. Oh. <laughs> grab, nothing, nothing helps you with farm work like a good, oily mitt. Um... I don't know. I hate that I vote against. I hate that I have to vote against this book, but I will have to say, To Kill a Mockingbird has female characters with agency, and Of Mice and Men kind of doesn't. Also, in terms of okay, which which of these is most relevant to like now, like today? Uh, the Mice and Men like... has Gary Sinise, so I think Of Mice and Men. Shut up, Dan. I mean, like, death of the American dream uh, because of the Great Depression. Uh, okay, understood. But, like, via, like, hired help. Yeah, okay, Also, that's also very relevant now. Um, or, like, you know, racism in America uh, and, like, the injustices of the judicial system and one, one individual's power to, like, make a major difference in his community. Uh, uh, I would, you know... I don't know. Our judicial system is pretty much perfect, and nobody ever gets anything wrong. So I, I would say that's pretty. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna have mice and men vote. Uh, I'm a to kill a mockingbird vote. Oh wait, why did I say of mice and men? I meant to kill a mockingbird. What? Damn! <gasps> Damn! I should have locked it in yes. quicker. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, fine. I uh, I don't know why I I just it just came out of mice and men <laughs> trying to get that one last. Uh, yeah. No, it was your heart speaking for you, and then you shoved it back down where it belongs, and I understand. That's called emotional trauma. (laughs) (laughs) To kill a mockingbird knocks out of my subvent two to one. We are moving into our bronze match to decide who's third place and who is dirty toilet water. It's the old man in the sea versus of mice and men. Um, And I would sooner flush that old man down the toilet than... uh... Uh, I mean, what is the sea? What is the sea but nature's toilet? Right. I'm going to be of mice and men on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go for of mice and men. 
It's a sweep. Sorry. Mice and Men is going to flush that old man and his fish down that dirty, dirty toilet uh, where they will live happily ever after. I think that is what The Shape of Water is about. Yeah. Up next is our final matchup. We've done it. Somehow, some way. we started two hours ago, and here we are. It is Pride and Prejudice versus To Kill a Mockingbird. Now, I'm sorry. This is where I have to part ways with the Pride and Prejudice um, support, because even if Pride and Prejudice is as good as people tell me it is, I still think I would come out liking To Kill a Mockingbird more. So I'm going to be a To Kill a Mockingbird vote. Uh, well, that's one vote for To Kill a Mockingbird. Alex? Oh, I mean, in terms of the best book I had to read in school, I feel like Pride and Prejudice stands up as a book that can be read, like, any time. It doesn't have to be read in school. Well, I mean, the uh, best... It, but here's the thing. Like, we are talking best book we had to read in school, but, like, if there's the best book I read in school, it would probably be, like, Electronic Gaming Monthly when no. I wasn't supposed to be reading it, right? Because I did read sure. that in yeah. school. The not Brave Vincent Musashi Player's Guide, right. It it, it, it would be Halo Ghosts of Onyx, you know? Like, it would be... The, the, the Halo, yeah, it would be Halo The Fall of Reach, I understand. Right. The, the, the book adaptation that was eventually turned into Halo Reach. Right. Uh, um, it would be Splinter Cell The Novelization. I did okay, read that in school. I don't, I'm concerned, because I don't think you've read either of these books, Dan McKenney, have you? I mean, I have confessed several times over this episode that I have not. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. But I did read Pikachu, I Choose You, <laughs> the novelization of the first two episodes of Pokemon. Um, I read that cover to cover. I mean, that explains a lot about why... We'll see what I got on my bookshelf right here. I have uh, a complete history of all the games that came out for the Nintendo Entertainment System. I have uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I only read 50 pages of that. I have, uh, see, Chocolatier, uh, a t- textbook about chocolate. And then I also have, let's see, Lost Season 5 on here as well. So that's kind of my, my repertoire. Okay. Great. I need to put us out of our misery. Oh, uh, I also have all 150 original Pokemon cards, except for a holographic Blastoise. So if you have a holographic Blastoise out there and you want to give it to me, Dan? bracketpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, I have a holographic Blastoise. Are you serious? Yes. I also have a holographic Blastoise. Wait, Dan, what are you have, fucking with me? No, I have a holographic. It was one of the first things I ever got, and I love it dearly. But if you want it, I could part. We'll talk. <laughs> this, this is some touching moment bullshit that I am not... Listen, we gotta finish this bracket up. I am gonna vote for... I'm gonna vote for To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I don't hey, trust you know Dan McKinney wanna... to make the right choice. <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, now I, I want to be a part of your team, so I'm gonna be a To Kill a Mockingbird vote and make it a sweep. Meaning, To Kill a Mockingbird will be the best book you had to read in school, three to nothing. Taking out the pride and prejudice, uh, Old Man in the Sea will be dirty toilet water, while Of Mice and Men will take the third place bronze medal. We give out medals now. It's why it's very expensive. Um, thank you, Alex, for coming back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. Thanks for having me. Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, that sounds sounds like somebody who always lies. Um, <laughs> was, tell you yeah, what, it's fantastic. I enjoyed. Uh, if you if uh, do you have. 
do you have have do you have anything you want to some usually people have things they want to share or stuff like that but i don't know you know it's your, it's your, it's your space your time your time to shine what do you want what? what do you want what do you want us to say what do you want us to share what do you want us to you got a recipe uh, you got like are you writing the long sought sequel to of mice and men oh no but that sounds like a great idea um no, yeah, I don't. Uh, I've got a few projects in the works, but nothing uh, coming out right of now. Of mice, two men. Of mice, two, two mice, two men. Uh, um, By Nathaniel Rothorn. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I definitely watched that video. Um, no, I. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash p r o p r i e t o u s proprietus. Um, I. Do things. P R O P R I T O U S. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Th- thank you also to all of our Patreon backers. Uh, I have not updated it, the actual listing. So I'm just going to go based off of the April 1st because we didn't charge for this last month. Um, but thank you all very, very much, including to Gabe Silva, Jeff Criswell, Keiko, Andrew Whipple, Oliver Beattie, Ring Thane, Jeff Chamberlain, Lindsay, Average Jonah, Will Kusleka, Kobats, Evan Bomol, Tom Nemsek, Zeppel Wharf, GX Barnett, Anarchy Marie and Michael Zavala. Uh, we did throw up a bonus episode. I think not. We skipped. We did vomit last week, a bo- unfortunately, a bonus just because Cullen. We did vomit up a bonus episode. Um, Cullen, unfortunately, we skipped last week because he had to work for like this guest appreciation event, and also he had to do it this week as well. So hopefully, we can get Cullen back on the show next week, and he doesn't. You know, if if you feel like Cullen Jennings uh, doesn't love you anymore. You should let him know. His twi- it's twitter.com slash Cullenmon, like a Digimon, but Cullen and then Mon. Um, and just let him know that you're hurting and you really need an adult figure in your life uh, who should be showing up to your baseball games and maybe not screaming at you on Easter and refusing to take you to your grandparents' house and instead driving you two and a half hours home. Um, so that's, again, you can if you have those feelings, you can send them to Cullenmon. Um, but there is a bonus episode, Best Mega Man 2 Robot Master. I think it turned out pretty darn good. Um, and as always, you can find us at BracketPodcast.com. There's over 200 episodes there. Uh, or you can subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast client you use. Just search for Bracket. Um, I'm going to throw it back out there. Fuck Stitcher. I don't like Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher lowers our audio quality and also throws ads in front of our stuff, and we don't see a dime for it. So if you're listening on Stitcher, just know that. Um, and we also have an RSS feed just straight up on the site. So if you use you know your own podcast client, you can just copy the RSS link, put it in there, and boom, you're going to get all the episodes. Uh, and also you can follow us on Twitter. That's our primary social media. It is twitter.com slash bracketcast. Uh, and, uh, hey, yeah, if you like the show, feel free to leave us a review on Apple to iTunes. Even just one review helps us out a ton. And, uh, frankly, we could, we could really use all the help we could get because normally, uh, Jesse doesn't talk over this part because he's not so great with words on the cuff, but our recording cut out early and we lost Dan talking over this part. So Jesse had to go back and re-record this and edit it in like a caveman. As you can see, we are clearly helpless on our own and can barely manage to feed ourselves, but if you leave us a review, that gives us the strength to move forward that much further. And uh, we also had like a really funny outro. It was, it was great. I made, a, I made a loud noise that Dan cracked up. But uh, in the face of that, I went digging through my library, uh, went through some inspirational quotes, and uh, figured I'd leave you, with, leave you all with uh, some inspirational final words. As a great prophet once said, dig through the ditches, burn through the witches, Slamming the back of my Dracula.
doing a professional radio show on the internet. 